Hi, sweet angels, and welcome to the Spiritually Sourced podcast. This podcast is all things spirituality, mysticism, manifestation, self-love, and everything in between. Each week, we will explore new spiritual pathways that will allow yourself to live as your highest self. Interviews with expanding women in the spiritual world and channeled messages in solo episodes will allow you to have a new way of thinking, being, and owning who you are. Thank you for being here and enjoy the episode. sweet angels and welcome back to the spiritually sourced podcast i am so excited for this week's episode it is going to be a truly incredible interview with an amazing woman um, that i will get into soon but before i get into that i just want to do some housekeeping things and just share some lunar insights for this week so as promised last week i said that i was going to do a tarot card pool for this month And I felt so called this morning with the cards that I pulled. Um, They are really in conjunction with the full moon in Gemini that we have coming up on Wednesday. And I did a huge meditation beforehand and I'm so excited to share the channeled messages that came through with that meditation. I also just want to point out as well and apologize. I have listened back to a few of my episodes. Um, I just like to check the audio on everything before I release them. And I played one in my car and I didn't realize how loud the birds were in the background. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, I live pretty much surrounded by forest. So I have a lot of bird life, a lot of wildlife around my house. So They are near impossible to drown out and I usually record my episodes in the morning so they are all waking up for the day and so they are quite loud so I hope you don't mind that there are lots of bird noises in the background. I quite like it but if you find it distracting then I do apologize but there is not much I can do about it. Um. As I said, though, I am so excited to go through the tarot pool that I did for you. I felt really called to do a five card pool today and I'm not sure why that came through, but it's so funny. I want to do a full episode of channeling because when I do card pools or when I go into a meditation, it's it's very clear messages that come through for me. And as I was pulling the tarot cards, I was going to stop at three and they said, no, pull five. And I'm so glad that I did because the message that came through with all five cards is so beautiful and so in conjunction with that full moon. I know I said that I was doing a pull for the end of the month and it really feels tied to the full moon rather than the whole month of December. So it was it worked out really beautifully and so the first card that I pulled is the six of elixirs and so when I first pulled this card I got such an overwhelming sense of happiness run through my body and with the six of elixirs it's really a time where we have nostalgia so we're thinking of old friends and old lovers possibly and old memories and it just brought about such a feeling of childlike joy which I thought was so beautiful 
And in conjunction with the other cards that I pulled, it's really feeling a strong sense of happiness for a new passion of yours. And it's reminding you of that childlike joy that's you, that you once had. And so that was the main feeling that I was getting with the um, six of elixirs. And as I said, it was just such a beautiful feeling that came through with that. And with all of the cards that I've pulled, it's such an exciting time. And so the next card that I pulled was the chariot. And so the appearance of the chariot signals that now is a time when you can move forward with an opportunity that you have been thinking about. And the whole theme with all five cards is that anything that you babes have been thinking about and that has gotten you excited, it's time to move forward with that. And especially with that full moon in Gemini, Gemini has such a strong sense of communication and new beginnings when it's in that full moon phase. And so definitely if there's been an idea that you have been thinking about or something that has really gotten you excited, it's that time to move forward with it. And that chariot is a really positive omen when you're starting a new project or even a new physical journey. And so with the signal of the chariot, you've left your ego behind and it's time to move forward with that power and that confidence. So such an exciting card to have pulled with this week's um, full moon. I know I keep referring back to it, but I honestly have such a strong sense of excitement for everyone. When I pull these cards and with that full moon coming up, it's just going to be such an exciting time. Like I can't even quite express the feeling that I have when I pulled these and the third card that we've pulled is the sun and so again the appearance of the sun card indicates that a new day has begun and with that everything that is great in your life has been illuminated by a bright light and it's time to celebrate that So with this time and moving into this end of the year, it's really time to celebrate any accomplishments that you have already achieved and it's time to really celebrate your new ideas and celebrate the intelligence that is behind you. So any new beginnings that you are undertaking, it's time to really celebrate yourself and how exciting that is and how joyous that is. And the sun really encourages you to share this positivity with other people. So with your friends and your family. And so this time of year, it's such a beautiful time because generally we are all gathering together to celebrate the end of the year and the holiday period and so it's really that time to share your exciting news with others and know that your friends will be there to be excited for you and so the fourth card that I pulled is the fool and so with the fool this is the beginning of the tarot journey and so this is represents a place where time appears to be suspended and all of your possibilities exist here and so with this you just need to put your best foot forward so again with all of these cards such a strong sense of a new venture and a new beginning and really taking positive steps towards that and with the full moon as well this is generally the time when we really revel in our manifestations and it's such a powerful time and so I like I said I know I keep saying it but I'm just so excited by all of the cards that we have pulled and 
with this card, The Fool, it's really a moment to put your trust out into the universe and leap into the unknown. And so just knowing that that having that trust is often such a scary thing, but when we really do have that faith to just leap into it, we become so magnetic with our energy and we honestly like draw such new opportunities and exciting manifestations into our energy field because we truly do become this magnetic force think about a time when you've tried something new and you get that rush of energy and that thrill that is you being fully magnetic in your energy and drawing new exciting things into you And so picture that feeling when you are taking this leap of faith into the universe and putting your manifestations out there and truly reaping in those rewards and what you've been calling in. Think of that exciting feeling because that's what it is and that's what it feels like to truly be magnetic. And so the last card that I pulled is the Knight of Coins. And so as a person, the Knight of Coins is a very efficient and very hardworking and they believe in the gradual process of production. And as a situation, the Knight of Coins reminds us that slow and steady is the best way to move forward. And so sometimes it will feel like these manifestations aren't progressing, but just know that that's not the case. And being careful and methodical in your actions towards this new venture is going to serve you at its highest point. So for me, this kind of felt like a halt was coming at the end of these cards. And just know that all of this new excitement and all of these new beginnings you're going to be in such a strong phase of that. And then the night, um, the night of coins, sorry, is really saying that once all of this excitement kind of comes to a stop, because inevitably, inevitably, oh, struggled with that word, that excitement and will wear off. And this is just reminding you that even once that wears off, just know that this new venture is moving forward but just being slow and methodical with your actions and where you are taking it after that excitement wears off is going to be so important and is going to serve you in a way that your visions will really start to come to life. And so such an exciting message to come through with that full moon in Gemini, which really focuses on that communication and new beginnings. And so for this full moon, a really beautiful ritual for you to do is to preferably go outside and sit under that energy of the full moon and just write down what it is that you've been calling in and look back at your new moon manifestations and see what it was and see what has already come to fruition and feel the excitement of knowing that everything is coming towards you and sit in that place of magnetism And I am going to be taking a huge leap of faith with this full moon and feeling that sense of thrill and excitement. And this morning, I really channeled some strong messages. And so my leap of faith with this full moon is really owning more of my psychic abilities and what it is that I channel through. I know that I already come across as quite woo-woo, but for such a long time, I've really been holding back a lot of the messages that I do channel, only sharing it with close friends. And it's time for me to put that aside and really take a leap of faith into the unknown and really not worrying what people think, whether they think it's too woo-woo or not. I know that I was placed here to truly serve people 
and to really share those clear direct messages that I have from source energy come through and so I'm really excited to be stepping forward into that new kind of scary unknown and just really owning who I am as a person and the spiritual gifts that I do have and so I urge all of you to really take this energy and step forward with something that you have been holding back with and to really push forward into your magnetism and call in everything that you have been wanting to. Oh, I feel like I needed to take a deep breath after that big channeled message with those tarot cards, such a beautiful time. But I'm so excited to introduce this week's guest that I was so deeply grateful for interviewing and this is Paige McLeod and she is the founder and creator of Prism and Floor. And for those of you who are already following Prism, you know the incredible artwork that Paige puts out. It's got such a sense of magic and mysticism and true creative process. And so under Prism, the Accurate as Fuck Tarot deck was born and this deck is so beautiful and I'm going to be putting mine on pre-order and it was so incredible to speak to Paige about what her creative process is and how Prism came to be and it comes from such a place of authenticity and just pure creative direction. I found this episode really expansive in the way that she speaks about her process and how she uses things like astrology and her spiritual practice for the creative process of her business and I have so much respect for her in what she has created and just the way that she really opened up and was very vulnerable in this episode. I do do just want to say before we go in when I am nervous I get very giggly and I was really nervous. Paige was absolutely beautiful and we had spoken a few times on Instagram before but doing interviews is so new to me and it was such an exciting thing but I was very nervous going into it so I do giggle quite a bit in this episode but just the wisdom that came out from it I found really beautiful and like I said really expansive and I know that you're all going to enjoy this so much and I am going to leave all of Prism's um, tags and details in the show notes so if you aren't already following Prism and Floor please jump onto that and have a look because Paige's artwork honestly it really brings emotion through and it's so aesthetically pleasing which we also talk about and how our astrology charts come into that but it is so aesthetically pleasing and just the stories that she tells through her artwork there's so many different layers and like I said I'm so deeply grateful that I got to do this episode and I know that you are all going to enjoy it so much so Without me rambling on too much more, enjoy this week's very expansive episode. Hello. Hi, Paige. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to be here. What a pleasure. 
Oh, so exciting. I was so excited when you said yes. And I've been following your brand for a while. And so, yeah, I was honestly so stoked when you said yes to being on the podcast. You know, this is such a new journey for me also to hear someone say that to me. It's like sort of surreal, truly. Yeah, I can imagine because you've grown quite a bit um, even since I've been following you. So I'd love for you to share with everyone how you kind of got started and, you know, all of your different ventures that you have at the moment. Mm, It is, uh, it's so hard to even explain how this started. I think it stems from just a passion. Yeah. Of course, you know, anything in my opinion that is going to be successful comes from a deep rooted desire to actually see something grow from a place of like, mm, not necessarily, how do I explain? Not necessarily something that you want to see financially or anything like that. And that's where I think I'm a lot different with this is that I actually, everything I've created has been from myself. Yeah. And I have no hesitation in telling people that, you know, I I made so accurate as fuck tarot. That was the thing that sort of kicked this whole venture off. And I tell that was made because I am so fussy and I could not find one that I loved enough. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to design one for myself. And I love that. I I love that so much. And I love that you say that you didn't do it for the financial gain either, because I feel like in this world and especially in the esoteric spiritual world, like there is becoming more of a sense of people doing it for the financial gain and to have kind of that status and to find someone that is doing it purely for that creative process is really something special. And I love as well that you're saying that you were um, quite fussy with the decks because I know that your deck, the Accurate as Fuck Tarot, is so aesthetically pleasing and something that that's what I got originally drawn to you for because I was the same. Like I really struggled to find card decks that I really resonate with. And so that's why I love yours so much as well. And so I love that that's how it was created is because you just wanted to make one for yourself. Mm. It's yeah, it has to be that way for me personally. If I'm not, if I can't use whatever I'm creating, then it just doesn't feel authentic to me. And I understand that it's not like that for everybody, but definitely I think that is why Prism has gained this like little passionate following, you know, and it just keeps continuing on like that. And the people that I come across yourself included, you know, you guys are all just on the exact same vibe and that authenticity is so fulfilling for me more than anything else about this whole venture is just that the amount of people who have all collected in like one little area with the same intentions, it's unreal. Yeah, it's no. totally unreal. Yeah, it's so amazing. And I feel like as well, you can tell when someone's being authentic and when it's really mm. like a passion of the soul and, you know, a creative and spiritual process really coming from their authentic selves. And so I really love that you brought that up because that's an, ama- an amazing creative process to have. 
Yeah, I think it's the only way, yeah. really. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and just talking about um, like spirituality and our journeys, how did you get started into tarot and kind of what is a bit of your spiritual background? I feel as though I, I was just born like this. I know it sounds a little cliche. Um, no, I love maybe. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I think my mom had something to do with it. Like I remember her being just like transcendent of reality. She would say things to me at a very young age, like speak to me about my soul or speak to me about uh, how I've been here times and times before, you know, like in implying that I'm an old soul. And she would say this to me as like a a seven-year-old. And I remember just always understanding what she meant. I never had to get her to explain. And now that I'm older and I look back on it, I'm like, oh, all right. So yeah, maybe this has always just been like a part of what I am. And, you know, I, like a lot of people, I'm sure they can relate to this is you keep it hidden, um, mainly because of other people's opinions. Yeah. Uh, and that was my process is I always felt like that was my truth to be able to be free in who I am and talk about universal principles and talk about things that are intangible. And that got squashed for a long time just because of um, mostly my family and my friends, I suppose, as well. The people that I chose to have around me didn't really accept that. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the past, you know, I would say around five years now, I've been living this way of just my complete 100% self. Don't really give a shit what anyone has to say (laughs) about what I've chosen, you know, and I feel as though more and more these, this culture is coming out and people have got the same story as I do, you know, and that's the process. That's the beginning of everything. When you can embrace and fully involve yourself in what you feel is your truth, then the journey begins or begins again. Yeah. I love Mm. that so much. And I love that you said that um, you felt like you were born this way. And I don't think it sounds cliche at all because I truly believe that when we all come into this world as the young souls that we are, like this is our natural kind of state that we want to be in. And then Mm. it's through that conditioning that we get as we get older and like you said from the people around us that we start to hide it and almost become ashamed of it Mm. to an extent and I feel like it is such a common theme that we don't reclaim that until we are a little bit older and we can be a little bit more sure of ourselves and or you know it can be for people that they go through a really dark for lack of a better term kind of spiritual awakening um, mm. where something like traumatic happens. And so they step back into that. But I love that, that you were exposed to that from such a young age. I think that's really incredible. Yeah. I feel definitely very blessed that that was the environment that I was in. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And just, um, to give everyone a bit of an idea, do you have like a spiritual practice that you do daily or, you know, any non-negotiables that you kind of have in your life? Obviously, tarot would be a big part of your life, but. Hmm. I think for a person who is as spiritual as I am, my actual practice is very minimal because I suppose I'm a minimalist kind of person. Like, yeah. But 
I think the, the, the main two things that I keep very consistent within my process is my breath work. Mm-hmm. 100%. That is something that is beyond helpful for me. Um, and I understand that it shows up differently for everyone. You know, sometimes it's not helpful for others, but that is something that like recentering and grounding and just remembering <laughs> that essentially I'm, you know, a soul inside of a vehicle that's traveling on a rock through the universe <laughs> that <laughs> that's a very humbling and it just puts everything into perspective for me. And that's really important. Um, my brain goes a billion miles an hour and never stops. So yeah, that is one major part of my process. And then I think the other one that has been a huge thing that's developed a lot <clears throat> over the past couple of years is consistency in the thoughts that I think Mm -hmm. and I hear a lot of people talking about like toxic positivity and all of this kind of stuff and that happened to me and it has taken some time to overcome it and I feel like this is a massive part of my spiritual practice because I went to a place that was a little unhealthy with the way that I was thinking Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowing a lot of stuff to happen. Uh, I was sort of trying to block it out rather than experience it. Yeah. So that for me has become major. Just, you know, like I think of it like a virus protection on a computer or something, <laughs> you know, like it tells you that the, that the thing is there and then you get to choose what you do with it. Yeah. I l- Again, you can either like, yeah, let it sit there and destroy your hard drive and lose all its data and positive programming. Or, you know, you can take some action on it and have the time to sit with whatever thoughts you're having. And that is, yeah, that's something that has become incredibly profound for me. Yes. (laughs) And I think so many hmm. people will be able to take away from that as well, because spiritual bypassing or that, you know, that toxic optimism is such a huge thing in like the new age kind of mystical world where it's that think positive rhetoric and you know no bad days and those kinds of slogans that you see but we really have to learn to work with our shadows and with our triggers to Mm. get to really become our authentic authentic selves so I love that you bring that up and I think that will really resonate with a lot of people because it isn't just about thinking positive all the time. It's learning to recognize what we are triggered by and what we have to work through. So thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) No, absolutely. I think that the most I have ever learned in my existence, however short it has been, has been from my demons and from the stuff that is so painful that you do not want to look it in Mm. the face, you know, and making the time for that has been, yeah, that very, very positive in the end, you know, something that looks like a negative to begin with always ends up having some kind of impact that is going to benefit you. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah, definitely. I'm such a firm believer in everything is happening for you, not to you. And that there is a hundred percent a lesson in everything that, we go through on this journey it's kind of like our karmic path to learn what we were placed here to learn yeah agree yeah (laughs) I love that and just going into a bit of your creative process because I'm sure everyone has that's listening has checked out 
the Accurate as Fuck Tarot and all of the incredible artwork that you do, but do you have a specific like creative process or do you find it comes quite easily or what does it kind of look like for you? I think this stuff that I'm making comes from anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Someone could say something to me and these images just come into my head and then all I want to do is sit down and mash a million pictures together until I can like depict it in a visual form, you know, Yeah. or a lot of them come from my dreams. I dream quite vividly, um, blessing and a curse, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, a lot of them come from there. And then just seeing images, sometimes I imagine them like a person, for example, you know, a lot of my art has people in it and whether it be, I sort of, I wouldn't call it channeling, but like the emotion, I suppose, that they are portraying or maybe what they were feeling at the time that that picture was taken or that sort of vibe comes through to me quite easily. And then I want to put them in an environment where it suits. Yeah. Um, And that happens a lot of the time. But I guess each thing that I'm making is different because when it's just something random then it it looks like something random you know but with tarot and those cards that I've created you know there's a basis for those and they all have so much symbolism and imagery and deeper meaning that it's so easy for me to just layer and layer and layer until something really amazing comes Mm -hmm. out but honestly like I I think that creative process is such an interesting concept because it really isn't a process. Like I wouldn't, I don't feel like yeah. that. It is more just like, it's never the same yeah. twice ever yeah. for me anyway. <laughs> no, I so know what you mean. I mean, I mm. am not an artist, but I very much love writing. And if someone was to ask me what my process was with that, I would have no idea how to answer because yeah, like you, it can come through in dreams or someone can just say something that will trigger it inside of me. So I, I, definitely Mm. understand what you're meaning there but I would love to see your dreams because your art is incredible so if that's what they look like (laughs) I want to be inside your head (laughs) yeah they I'm pretty lucky that 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 is what they look like I hear some of my other friends dreams and it petrifies (laughs) me to think that they have these things in their head and I'm like oh my gosh like don't get me wrong there's definitely some scary ones but it's like again you can take that negative uh, emotion and turn it into something so beautiful. And I do like yeah. doing that. Um, yeah. That's some of my artwork comes through from my own personal experiences as well. You know, if I'm feeling pain or excitement, it's so easy for me to just create that and put it into visual form, which is such a gift. And I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful. Yeah. For that. I love that so much. And I feel like with your artwork, you can tell that it's so full of emotion and, just so vivid and I love that when I'm looking at anything that you post whether it be with your tarot cards or just the artworks that you pop up like there is so much detail and I feel like you could just stare at them for hours like getting <laughs> lost in it it's yeah it's so amazing I love hearing that <laughs> and I'd love to touch on as well because I know that you and I have had a few jokes about um our astrology charts and our placements 
with aesthetically pleasing <laughs> things. So could you just share with everyone um, a little bit like what your sun, moon and rising signs are and how you kind of find astrology helps you guide in your life a little bit, I guess? Yeah, of course. Um, astrology, again, introduced to me by my mom at a very young age. But my son is Leo. Yeah. My moon is Capricorn and I have a Taurus ascendant. I love that. What a mix. (laughs) (laughs) It's very strange. It's very strange. Um, It's, I love it. Personally, it's some kind of like (laughs) weird alchemy that works and doesn't, but I think that's everybody. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think, so I'm an earth dominant, but people always pick me for a Capricorn, which, yeah. (laughs) makes a lot of sense because I have a packed house of Capricorn, like other planets are just all sitting in there. So I think that part of me is very business minded. Mm -hmm. And then I have the Leo, which makes me super creative. And like, I'm obsessed with sharing everything that I create with people. (laughs) Very Leo. (laughs) Like if, yeah, if I cannot share it with someone, then I really, it makes me upset and I can't see the point of doing anything because I want to bring other people joy and I want to make them feel good by looking at stuff that I'm making. You know what I mean? Um, and then the Taurus is just, uh, yeah, that, that's the pedantic, (laughs) (laughs) but very, um, very aesthetic and it just gives me the edge of you know that venusian which lucky me and then my venus is in libra yeah, also me so. Too. <laughs> so we mm. we like things to be nice basically <laughs> for real yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that just that whole like pastel pink soft tone that prism and flora has taken on yeah. it's so obvious if you oh <laughs> it's such a vibe that's why yeah. i love following you so much it's such a vibe <laughs> i find it so interesting though that that is what i personally am tr- like attracted to to look at because mm. i'm as a person that capricornian influence is so masculine yeah and like when you probably like hearing me talk you know i'm very pragmatic when I talk and I am just completely straight to the point like there is very little gentleness about me as a person (laughs) so when people see me next to the work that I create they're like wait what (laughs) how did that come from there (laughs) I love that yeah it shows how much our charts because so many people who aren't into astrology just go off our sun signs which is the yeah. tip of the iceberg like there is so much that goes into it and so I love that it can show how much of a complex being that we are with multi-facets oh. you know we are we have so many mixes in there and yeah I, that's what I love mm. about astrology and why I was laughing um when we messaged each other on Instagram about having our Venus and Libra <laughs> I just thought it was so good because you can like it really does show all of the different you know parts of your personality which I love so much about it absolutely like I think astrology pins every single one of my inclinations like (laughs) and I think for me personally that's why I hold it in such high regard because not only does it tell you about a personality but it tells you about the the subconscious traits of a person as well you know and that's can go on for 
and a whole other tangent. I won't go too <laughs> into it, but like that has been a huge healing aspect for me. Um, just understanding the parts of myself that I may not understand consciously, but I feel very strongly subconsciously mm. and my immediate reactions to things or what I hide behind in my communication or in my relationships, you know, just these repetitive cycles maybe that I've got myself into, it always seems to be astrology, you know, that shines the light on those things. Yes, Mm. I'm exactly the same with that. When you look at your chart, you can, it's almost like a mirror and it can show where you aren't communicating in, you know, the most effective way for you and um yeah it can really show you where you're kind of showing up or not showing up in your life so yeah I love I love how you worded that yeah showing up or not showing up that's something that keeps popping up for me those words it's interesting you just said Mm. that again (laughs) (laughs) it is um it's such a concept and I think that the way that I have been improving myself, my business, my social aspects of everything about me has come down to Mm. that, you know, where, where am I and where am I not? And it's so simple to grasp that concept and then change it, you know, or develop it, work on it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, definitely. I feel like having that self-awareness of, you know, how, how you can better improve you know I feel like in this spiritual world like we've got so much emphasis on self-love which is incredible and something that I obviously preach on my page but self-love is also about having that self-awareness and recognizing where you are doing yourself a disservice oh Yeah. yeah majorly and I think that we need more people saying that out yeah a hundred percent like it's Mm. yeah I feel like again it's almost like that spiritual bypassing where we make excuses for behavior because it's in the name of self-love where in reality that's not what it's about (laughs) not at all accountability for the good and the bad about your personality is something that is really important and I'm speaking from experience there so yeah you know you can you can self-love all you like but there's you know there's always going to be that point where you have to recognize your shadow we're right back there yeah (laughs) I know it feels like shadow work is such a term that is thrown around and it almost has like this sparkly kind of connotation around it but it's hard like shadow work's fucking hard Mm. like I don't think people really like grasp that like it's it's a hard journey but I mean so worth it you know, when you do face those triggers and what's coming up inside of you. But yeah, I feel like not enough people discuss how hard that work is. Mm. Yeah, we could talk a long time about that. (laughs) I know, I feel like we could go on for days. (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. And I know that you've got to wrap it up soon. So I just want to ask a few more questions. Um, what else is coming out for you in the near future? I know um, that you have your Oracle card collaboration with Dark Moon Crystals. <gasps> yes. Oh, our little love child. I'm beyond excited about so this. So am I. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. Oracle has been a long time coming, but, you know, I just felt like 
every time I tried to start on it by myself, there was just something missing mm-hmm. and I was not going to try and force it because, you know, I felt like I couldn't use it. Like I said earlier, it wouldn't be something that I was completely enamored with. Yeah. Um, like I have been with my tarot or my journals, you know? Mm-hmm. So I actually, it's so funny. I feel like Leah and I manifested each other. So Leah is the owner of Dark Moon mm-hmm. and she has become such an important pivotal person in my life just from meeting online like it is incredible but these cards feel so sweet and so perfect and I can't wait for them to just grow and become what we want them to be they combine aspects of of course crystal Mm -hmm. healing that's something that Leah and I both believe wholeheartedly in and have used to our benefit for years mm-hmm. now, yeah. you know? Um, and then there's aspects that are celestial and we're bringing in energetic centers as well as stars um, and then the star signs as well. Oh, so I'm it so is, excited. Yeah, it is such a... Like, it's a crossover of so many things that Mm -hmm. I personally cannot wait to start using. Like, I feel as though these cards have that same sort of attitude as what Accurate AF has. Yeah. But just in a different way, you know? Like, it's just incredible. Like, Leah's very, very much like me. We call each other twin because it just feels like that. And our personalities are coming through hardcore. And I just can't wait. It's like... They're just these sweet, precious, little, pretty things that are not going to hesitate to give you the truth. Yeah. The exact same as tarot. And I'm just, oh, man. Here for yeah. it. You can hear it. In the- <laughs> I'm so here for it. <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. And just while we're on this subject as well, I realized I hadn't even asked you, what is your favorite crystal? Oh, changes constantly. Mm-hmm. Changes constantly. I'm a huge fan of Labradorite, though. Yes. I- I don't know. There's just something about that rock that empowers me in a way I can't explain. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I do wear a moonstone and it's the only stone that I wear. Okay. Um, Yeah. yeah, I, I don't really know why I, it, it popped up for me only this year, this, this ring that I wear constantly and I don't have any other crystal jewelry, but Oh my gosh, I have a lot of rocks now. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm the same as you as in like, I don't wear a lot of crystals. I've just got a rose quartz necklace that I wear, but like, I am the same, like I've got a lot, but I don't necessarily wear them. Um, Mm. yeah. So I can feel you on, on that front there, but amazing crystals to have. Oh, for sure. I think every, everyone of course has like a different vibe and yeah. I mean, at the moment I'm really enjoying tourmaline Mm -hmm. just because I am, all over the shop like I'm yeah we we won't go into the drama of my business right now but that has been a massive learning curve for me recently and I just find myself unable to get a grip yeah (laughs) a lot of the time so that has been really helpful for me and that for yeah I'm sure it will change and come back to something else soon when I need more creative inspiration or something like that but 
mm, tourmaline for the weather. Yeah, that's what's so amazing about working with crystals <laughs> as well is that you can flow between them all depending on what your energy is and what their energy is and like whether you need that grounding mm. or, you know, that creative process or for your intuition to be strengthened. That's why they're so amazing to work with. Oh, yeah. And just how easy it is for us as human beings to energetically pick up a frequency of a stone. Like it's very simple. And yeah, (laughs) that to me, like if it's that easy, why not just to your advantage? Yeah, Mm. I know. Sometimes people ask like, how do I work with them? I'm like, you can literally just hold it. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's so easy. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like some weird formula that you've got to work with with crystals. Like. No, simple as simple can be, just that frequency and that energetic alignment. Beautiful. I love it. I love love that Mm -hmm. so much. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, If people aren't already following you, which they definitely should be, where can they find you? Um, Of course, Instagram is like where I hang out most of the Mm -hmm. time. Um, Prism.and.fleur. Um, otherwise I guess on Pinterest as well, I've started picking up my Pinterest game. Oh, I'll have to Um, follow you on Pinterest as well. (laughs) Yeah. I thought, why not? Right. Like Facebook is dying out, but Pinterest is, is coming up. And I mean, it's another excuse for me to be on there. So (laughs) (laughs) like we need another one. Pinterest is so addictive. (laughs) (laughs) That is a black hole of gorgeous things (laughs) that (laughs) very dangerous. Our Venus and Libra is loving it. can't stay away oh I love that but Mm. thank you so much I feel like so many people are going to be able to benefit from this interview and I'm so grateful that you agreed to come on and it was so lovely chatting with you my absolute pleasure it's been so awesome to talk to you as well I'm like so happy that this happened exactly when it did yeah me too (laughs) and for everyone wondering I will leave everything in the show notes of where you can find Paige and that's where we're going to wrap it up. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thanks Paige. Thank you, my beauties for listening to another episode of spiritually sourced. What an amazing episode with Paige and Like I said in the intro, I was just so, so grateful to have this opportunity and I just wanted to come on at the end of this episode and just ask once again that you please subscribe and leave a review if you feel called to. It means the world to me and seeing how many of you have been listening and sharing honestly warms my heart so much and enjoy the full moon this Wednesday in Gemini. It's a very exciting time and I will see you all next week.